866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. And a vehicle hit a bike on Wedgwood near Rutledge. Still may be working that one. Wall Triana and James Record was a no injury. Had Mooresville Road and Copeland Road also recorded as no injury. Had a vehicle run through a blockade there. Snelling needs an AP specialist. 382-4000 or Huntsville.snelling.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. You hear that? Ain't nothing sadder than an outdoor cat thinks he's an indoor cat. Well, look at here. Red Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. You know, no offense to Susan's. But you would be so much less interesting as Susan <laughs> Violet Edwards. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm and well. she's a hugger. I am. And this is killing you. I am. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's, she loves to give hugs. And you can't. Mm-mm, I can't. I don't even do the fist bumps. I have a nice little wave going on. <laughs> it is. Been, all right. So we've got, we're, we're in an interesting time. We're, we're, we're in Nuttyville now. There's Absolutely. all kinds of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Adding to that, we have an election coming up next Tuesday, right. uh, and we have—I don't know whether—are you guys the only ones on the ballot on the Democrat ballot, or is there or some the statewide ballot. stuff too? Mm-hmm. Democrat or for, well, for, for Madison, Madison County? County. Yeah, we are, yes. So we got activity going on. We got it, 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 as as odd as it sounds. We've got the District 1, which is a Republican race. That's in a runoff. Whoever wins that Mm -hmm. gets it. And then in your case, whoever wins District 6, there's no Republican opponent, and they get that. Correct. So how has it been going? It's hard to campaign during the apocalypse, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, especially when you have a grassroots uh, campaign and you can't put your boots in the grass. So what have you been doing? We have um, just being creative. We've done a lot of social media. Uh, a lot of radio, and we are going to places, for example, Memorial Day, when everybody was out doing their barbecuing. Mm-hmm. I just kind of drove around and said hello to people who are already outside. From the car. From the car, or I would, you know, from across the fence. Yeah. And I have these masks that I've been passing out, so, um, you know, just giving them a bad mask and telling them about myself, and just really not knocking on people's doors, but meeting them where they are, going out and saying hello. So in the in a, in a summer like this, normally you'd have an outdoor event, and right. you'd buy a bunch of fans. Right. Instead, you bought a bunch of masks. 500 masks. By the time it's over, we will have put 500 masks into the community. Uh, And we're trying to be creative. Um, Like, we don't really do the hot dogs and everything that you would Mm -hmm. do in the summertime, but we have had, like, snow cones and popsicles, stuff that were already, you know, contained. So people could come out and get their signs, wear their mask, grab their popsicle, say hello, and go on about their business. We've had a lot go on since you were last here. And I I don't want to get too much on the national stuff, because I I think every city is different. Right. Uh, But we have had, I mean, I mean, it is 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 uh, harvest. That's is that is that part of District no, Six. No. 
we've had recently, sadly, this weekend was a perfect example. Mm-hmm. We had a seven-year-old in Chicago, an eight-year-old in Atlanta, yes. uh, an eight-year-old in Hoover, a mm-hmm. uh, child in Decatur. Um, this got to stop. The violence. I mean, the, the, the violence has got to And this is part of it, some people are saying. Mm-hmm. There, there, there are other elements. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I go back to this, and again, we're getting national here, but... I don't think anybody was not appalled by the George Floyd incident. I mean, I can't. No, everybody was appalled by it. Right. Yet this is what we got. Part of it, some people are saying, is because we were pent up for all this time already. It was, it was already kind of setting itself up. And with the Fourth of July, we finally got to get outside. We finally got to get around people. Um, I don't think that the violence that we've seen um, this weekend had anything to do with George Floyd. George no, Floyd. it's just it's just but it's just I, criminals it is, being criminals, it, unfortunately, and, and people just you know not behaving, not know how, knowing how to act, acting badly, poor decisions. We, is what we saw this weekend, and, and I think we we got a little. At least I think the mayor of Atlanta kind of got a a, a a little common sense there when she actually said, "This isn't the police. Mm-hmm. This is us. Absolutely. We're killing each other. We got to stop doing this." That's, that's what happened. Um, we we seem to be. And, and and it usually comes around right because part of part of the problem is and part of the problem with campaigning is unfortunately we're we're dealing with a with a I wouldn't say a um, all of us but some of us some of us are affected by it because it's all in the now right, right. we all have the attention span of gnats that's it uh, we move on to the next thing mm-hmm. um, part of moving on to the next thing is I I sense a bit of common sense beginning to rear its head. After what has been a, a the last month has been crazy, hasn't it? It has, and it's just like when raising a child, we say we have to keep them busy or they will get in trouble. Well, we have been sitting around doing nothing. So yeah, God's looking have. at us going, you know, you guys have been too idle. What are, you, what are you doing? This is just when a bad decision has come and, you know, yeah. tempers pop off. Um, I I think that it just goes back, you know, in the home. We are just finding stuff for our children to do, finding stuff for our youth to do, finding ways to meditate, finding ways to get our extra energy out, um, just finding positive ways to plug into something um, is always a huge help. With with all the distractions, mm-hmm. what what's needed in District 6? Uh, right now, what is our busy, biggest issue as mm-hmm. far as politics go? No yeah. doubt it's the monument. That's, that's the, the monument. The monument. The monument. But you take the monument to, today. We mm-hmm. take the mon- You and I go down and we participate, move in the monument. Right. Whose life got better when that happened? Well, everybody who goes downtown. Why? Because I've never <laughs> even noticed the damn thing. Well, that's you? you. That's you. Okay. Do you so want I use my that go, oh, that thing offends me every time you see it? Not every time, but it does offend me. Did you and even know you where have, it was? Absolutely. Well, you know, I've been in the media here in Huntsville for 20 years, so of course I knew that that monument was there. This is not the first time this monument has come up of an uh, issue. But, Bob Harrison, as always. But isn't now, it there is a not lesson going in, to, in having listen, these things let, stay? No, let me tell you my story. We have an entire community. We're about to go to break. Yeah, but go ahead. You can start. Okay, so we have an entire community saying, hey, this monument is hurting us. Hey, this monument is hurting us. But how? I, I, I still don't... They don't want to pass that That's not going to put is, bread on anybody's it table. Is, it is not. But why not take it down? What's hurting? Why I'm take telling, it down? If I'm telling you that it's hurting me... Why won't you? But I want to know how it's hurting you. Um, it is, uh, and, and, it and, is, and we'll get we'll to go that. back to it. I'm going to say we can all talk right. about racism and what this monument is all about. I still don't understand what systematic we're gonna go back, uh, we'll racism go back and, is. We'll go back I, and look I through, still haven't history. gotten a good answer to we'll that. We'll go back and look at the history right. of this monument. More with Violet <laughs> Edwards. I know it went up during another time. <laughs> uh-huh. Coming up, which is why it hurts. <laughs> 
talk radio for the rest of us. Follow the Fred Holland Morning Show on Twitter at WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. There are renewed efforts from some NFL fans to change the name of the Washington Redskins. Julian Brave Noise Cat says Native American activist groups believe the name change is long overdue. The case to be made here that is that is really clear is firstly that if if a group of people are speaking out about uh, the racism of a team logo, it's it's quite the thing to go and claim that actually no, you are honoring them. And it's hard for me to imagine the same thing happening for another racial group in the United States. There is also a push to change the name of baseball's Cleveland Indian team manager Terry Francona. I know in the past when I've been asked about whether it's our name or or the Chief Wahoo, I, I, I think I would usually answer and say I know that we're never trying to be disrespectful. Francona says that right now seems like a time to move forward and move on from the name. And that's a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. Did you know that every year public school teachers spend nearly $500 of their own money for student supplies? At Donors Choose, we want students and teachers to have the tools they need for a great education. And now, more than ever, they need your help. Go to DonorsChoose.org and choose from teachers' requests that support reading, math, science, music, and more. Learn more at DonorsChoose.org. Donors Choose. Support a classroom. Build a teacher. At Fidelity, we understand priorities can change. So when you partner with a dedicated advisor from Fidelity Wealth Management, they will help you develop a personalized wealth strategy, one that can be flexible enough to evolve as your needs change. Plus, they can offer investing strategies designed to reduce the impact of taxes, all while making sure you understand what you're paying and why. Learn more at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. MS attacks the brain and spinal cord. It's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us. Together we are stronger. Walk MS fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today, start a team, and raise funds at walkms.org.
working on that theme song. I am your favorite. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling your favorite you. guest we because more, you get to play that song. We have more fun with that. <laughs> the king, too. All right. So, Violet yes. Edwards is a candidate uh, on the Democrat ballot. If you're picking that one up, that's the one race in Madison County uh, that's going on next Tuesday uh, to determine who represents District 6. Your opponent will be in tomorrow. He's the okay. incumbent. Yes. Um, I, all right. So, I want to get back to the, this. And again, because I, I, I want to get off the monument and get to some other stuff. Okay. So, let's deal with this. All right. So, your I, question to I, me was, why take it down? And, and I understand. So, it's yes. not the monument itself. It's what it represents. It's, it's, it, but, it, but it goes further than that, right? Mm-hmm. At the history of it and why it the was The history there. of it is one thing, mm-hmm. but the history of it is more recent. And that's the part that bothers you. And that is why. And it's not just District 6. It's not just the black community. The business community has called to take it down. Um, allies have called but, to take but it in down. The middle, but don't. in the middle of a firestorm, it has come. It, because but when people are yanking there, when, monuments When is down. there ever a good time? And Huntsville right. has not Would, would taken you have favored the to, mob that Wednesday night, yanking the monument no, down? No, I don't. But I don't feel like that is the way to go. But that happened in Birmingham because people weren't listening. And I think that that's what but we're that was lawlessness. now. People aren't listening. I don't but, even think but, you're listening for it. But no, we, we have a process. It right? is a process. So I'm if, not if, if, I'm not for mob rule, and there is no way I would lead the charge to take chains to go down there and pull it down. I agree. I am I, saying I agree that, that a lot of these monuments went up. You yes. can call it Southern Pride. You can call it, uh, hey, this is in your face. Remember, you know where Correct. you live. All that. Correct. That's the part that's most disturbing to you, and that's the part that's hurtful. That and that's why this needs to come down. So history. In itself, the fact that, that recognizing Confederate veterans, it's just where it is and why it was put up at the and first place. And we can place. go someplace else. It's and just you're fine with that. Be, it is. I am so fine. The, so I'm, not saying, I'm not saying deface it. I'm not saying destroy it. I'm saying move it from the county court. Because there's value in having these things stay. For someone. Right? <laughs> no, I mean, there's value for all of us. There's we don't want to repeat for that. Right? We don't want to repeat that, but we have history books. You can Google it. I don't have to see it but, going down to the county but, courthouse every all right, time I go. So, so if this monument is moved to Maple Hill. And that's fine. So you would be fine who, with that because the, that's who, the end of it. That or is, is the end it? Of it. The end for of me, it is because is it, it is the end of it for other people. I now you know you have to ask other people. You just but, ask me. But but I again, think for the here in Huntsville in Madison County, it would be the end of it. That would end the issue. It would. You know, this is a com. This was a our, our history is a, a complicated thing, right. right? And putting it someplace like Maple Hill Cemetery, as we study that part of our history, that monument is there. And I realize there's a segment of population that this monument means something to. There it is. But, That's where you can go to it. But, but it's not at our county courthouse. All right, here's something. Not at the halls and, of justice. And look, I didn't make this up. It's, uh-huh. it's in the archives at the University of Richmond. Okay. All right. Was Nathan Bedford Forrest a good guy or a bad guy? I did not meet Mr. Forrest, but I do not support playing in the efforts. Did, did you know he was a good guy and a bad guy? I'm sure he was. He was a human. We all yeah, are. But, I just but don't support the organization that he That's right. Found. He was so appalled by the organization he founded, he left and he started re- registering former slaves to vote. Did you know that? I did not know that. He was revered in Memphis. as a. As, as, he was the guy that the, the predecessor, the, the, what is it, the planters or uh, whatever the group, not the planter. He was a planter. Mm-hmm. It was the... Um, Paul Bearers Association, which okay. was the which was the beginnings of the NAACP, mm-hmm. invited this guy to speak to okay. their group. All right. And all these people in Memphis showed up for his funeral. Okay. This was Nathan Bedford Forrest, the guy that founded the Klan, who had who had massacred people in 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 the Civil War. Right. Had totally flipped. 
I believe that. And and <laughs> so I, I bring this up because I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. One of the things one of the things that I learned from all of this is that our history is so deep, it is, and so steeped in redemption mm-hmm. that that's why I think we need to study this more. Our Civil War was more than I I, I get mad when I hear people go, well, well, we didn't treat Hitler that way. Well. No, but Hitler wasn't involved in the rebuilding of Germany. And, but that Lee and a lot of these other people were. Forrest was involved in bringing the country back and unifying it. Forrest is not who's being honored at our county courthouse. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> it was Confederate veterans, right? So but again, again, it's a complicated thing, yes, right? It is. I'm I'll just saying that. the history of it we don't need to forget. I and, agree. And yes, I think a lot of these statues went up. When did they go up? Mostly in the 20s, that one went 30s? Up in 1904. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right around the time we were having, correct, you know, a real competition for jobs and a lot yes. of hatred and everything else. Absolutely. These went up as sort was of a reminder to put us in our place. To put up as a message. Mm-hmm. I don't discount that. Okay. Um, but when we start yanking them down, and then we go to Christopher Columbus and we go to George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, when are we going to stop? I guess that's the part of me that goes. And, and that's just wait it. a minute. And that's the part that makes people <laughs> uncomfortable. But you know, there are people in black history that just were not in the history books whatsoever at all. And there was part of our history that absolutely has not been told. Uh, the president, no, I agree. The, pre- the president thinks that he made Juneteenth popular when I grew up celebrating Juneteenth. So it's going to make people uncomfortable. The president thinks this. he made Juneteenth yeah, popular? Yeah, he was just like, well, I, I was, made it popular. I exactly. found out a couple of years ago about it. Yeah, yeah. So, And I've been knowing about it. You know, it was part of what we were taught in the home. So there is a part of our history that's just not being taught in the history well, books. And now we are going, I understand what you're saying. We're saying we're going all the way to the other side. But there's going to be some uncomfortable comfortableness as we figure out there will be there will be i mean mean, and and i say that we embrace this and we have these conversations and we not demonize the other side for their views and and that's and that's what i think scares people because was george washington were our founding fathers good people well yeah and then some of them did some bad things absolutely but the system we've created has created more wealth than any system in the world um, but we have we leave out the part that the system that we've created was made on the back of blacks. You can't leave that part out. Was it created on the? Was it created? It was built. Yes. I'll, I'll See, I, there, there. <laughs> look again. Uh, so we throw the system away because just, of that. We we work the system out. We we say we we look at. Um, but how do you fix it? When that's the con- that's that's the problem. That's where we are now. But what's the answer? There is. Uh, I don't have the answer as I sit here, but we have to have these conversations, and we have to yeah, acknowledge. Yeah, but we keep talking around we each other. We have to acknowledge that the system. I keep asking has for flaws. specifics, and I don't get any. We have to acknowledge that the system has its flaws. We it have always has. And we're, exactly. But name one system that's better than the system we have in the world. I did not say that it's not. I said that it has its flaws, and we have to acknowledge the people that it is hurting. And I think a lot of us have. Um, no, a lot of people are still in denial, and a lot of people are uncomfortable, with being, uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Because you're still just like, even when it comes to the 4th of July and the celebration, I love this country. I love the 4th of July. Do you have a problem celebrating the nation's I no independence? Prob- I, had no I don't problem. either. Loved it, loved it, loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, but, again, we cannot... Um, deny that, you know, on the 4th of July, blacks weren't free. 
And that's the part of history that... Well, a lot of people weren't free on the 4th of July. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I, so namely, did, would, namely 6 million black people. What, so would you, how you come cannot, we're not... How you come cannot we're not, leave. So the, going keep, against the system means adding that part of the story. How come we're not talking about today's slavery? Um, but adding, going back and adding that. You asked how we can make it better. How can we break the system? Going back and just adding the simple stories of Juneteenth, of Tulsa, adding those to our history book is a great first step. Now, I don't have all the answers, but that is I think, I think what happened in Tulsa should be taught. A great first right. step. But it's not. And your question was, well, how, well, how can a, we start? Right. That's a great first step. But history is a survey course. Most people are bored with it, right? That is true. Which is sad but because you can't, you see, can't most people don't ways. know. You can't be like, oh, Nathan Best before us and his history. Well, then I'm right, I'll Jesus. throw you, you another like, one. Okay. I'll tell you another guy that doesn't get his due. <laughs> William Council. Absolutely. Pave the way for George Washington Carver, but George Washington Carver gets all the credit. I agree, but I also See? know the history of William stuff. Council. Yeah. So throw him in Alabama history, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think that that is a good start. Horace King. <laughs> they had to pass special legislation so he could stay in Alabama. Remember that? <laughs> I mean, look, we have all these weird things in history. Now, add them to the history in, books. We add should them embrace to, them. Add them to right? Alabama history. That's the yeah. first way to do it. Yeah, fourth, I told you I didn't want to spend all this time The fourth grade history book should have everybody's story but, but we got to tell we got to tell the whole story i agree Wonderful. but we got but we got to get beyond this stuff or we're not going to move forward but getting to tell the whole story makes people uncomfortable and that's where we are I'm, now i'm for adding stuff to the history books all right I'm we not agree against that at all <laughs> all right let's get to district six and some right. things Wonderful. we can do today Wonderful. all right handle on the law saturday nights from nine to midnight on 1450 a.m and 105.3 fm wtki talk and a vehicle hit a bike on Wedgwood near Rutledge. Still may be working that one. Wall Triana and James Record was a no injury. Had Mooresville Road and Copeland Road also recorded as no injury. Had a vehicle run through a blockade there. Snelling needs an AP specialist. 382-4000 or Huntsville.snelling.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Tossing food wrappers in soda cups can be expensive. That $7.99 value meal you threw out the window could cost you $500 in fines. And if you don't learn your lesson the first time, a second fine will cost you $1,000. Put garbage in its place. Throw away your trash, not your cash. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Law Enforcement Agency, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. I'm Tamika Hayes, a physician assistant at Spine and Neuro Center. If you're suffering from back and neck pain, it's good to know that a physician assistant or nurse practitioner can see you as soon as the next day. We will evaluate you, order imaging studies, and develop a treatment plan that'll get you feeling better. Plus, if need be, we'll get you into one of our neurosurgeons as soon as possible. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. In baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet. But the most important moment happens when we all stand together. United for a great cause. We once again join our partners Stand Up to Cancer in reaffirming a commitment to the fight against cancer. 
Since 2008, Major League Baseball, its fans, players, and coaches have delivered a powerful, determined message that we, together, will defeat cancer. I'm Matt Damon. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganiello. Jordana Brewster. Zachary Levi. I'm Uzo Aduba. Cancer has in some way touched all of us. So join Major League Baseball and stand up to cancer as we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease. Visit standuptocancer.org slash MLB. Stand up with us. One of the things about the humidor is it's probably got the greatest variety of any tobacco shop in Huntsville. I come down here because the variety of accessibility of the different types of cigars that they have. Great selection of cigars, and they have the best selection of cigars around at a good price. Buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys. Great pipe selection, great tobacco selection. They do a great job of taking care of the customer, and that's what counts. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest. Now open Sundays, noon to 6. Trying to find ways to cut down on cooling costs during the summer can be a real challenge. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and I'll share an idea or two to tastefully lower the energy bill right after this. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. When the temperatures are soaring outside, the last thing you need to do is to add even more fire to the furnace. Try this. Eliminate the hot stove this season. While you may not be able to do this every night, even two or three nights a week will make a big difference. Instead of using the stove or oven, plan meals that don't require cooking. Salads and sandwiches are a great idea. For simple heating, use the microwave. Summer's also a great time to plan a backyard barbecue, even if the only guests are you and your immediate family. By removing the heat generated by cooking indoors, you will lower the need for the air conditioner to compensate for the rise in temperature. Less air conditioner means lower cooling bills, and that's something you can really sink your teeth into. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. If the Declaration of Independence says we're created... Doesn't matter. Declaration of Independence has no validity under the law. I notice you said it's unconstitutional. Did you say it's undeclarational? It is. It is undeclarational. Yes. That's one hell of an argument, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Can you feel that, buddy? Handle on the law. Saturday nights from 9 to midnight on WTKI Talk. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. 
Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, A Decagrant Number 18, VA, VS, 050, the ABA, and this station. When I hit the road, I was really weak. Do you want issues or solutions? Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. You know, it was about my first exposure to Charlie Daniels, right there. And uh, remembering Charlie Daniels dead at the age of uh, 83 yesterday, about this time yesterday. Uh, we're joined by uh, Violet Edwards, who is a Democrat candidate for Madison County Commission District 3, say, 6, excuse me. Why did I say 3? <laughs> Three's not up. It's 6. 3 plus 3 is 6. Okay. I'm gonna However, try you're going to get there. No, I'm trying to pull myself out of an embarrassing hole. So, no, it's 6. I'll take it. Uh, anyway, let's, let's talk about, um, you know, you want to serve... You're a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. By the way, how's how's the business down south doing? People it still has, washing cars? Yes, it has improved. Now that we're out of quarantine, people are going back and starting to wash their cars. And March was touch and go. Thanks for asking. March was t- touch and go, but now we're back on track to have a... Um, so you're a bit, in, in, in some of my family circles, I'm referred to as an aunt of manure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I you're the a, definition of that one. But you're an aunt okay. um, So you're a businesswoman. <laughs> Yes. So you come at this from a been there, done that kind of. You or, understand or still doing it. Uh-huh. the business part. Yes. Is that one of the attributes to, to serving in this position, should you prevail? Absolutely. I think that I, I draw on all my skills. A former journalist, um, working in the nonprofit sector, working as a development officer, and starting a business. I think all of those factor in uh, to my decision to wanting to serve, and I bring all of those skills into office with me. What is county government not doing that you would like to see it take on? Um, in District 6, I would like to see growth. And I would see, I would like to see, uh, programs, uh, and as I go out and talk to people, they want programs that's not necessarily in the budget right now. And these are programs that focus on our children, fo- programs that focus on reducing recidivism, programs that, uh, focus on our food deserts in District 6, and entrepreneurs, getting them up, going, helping them to grow and, and welcoming, just welcoming people to District 6, um, in addition to welcoming them, but keeping our culture, keeping the heritage, and flourishing. And I think that's what the people... When you say keeping the before. culture, mm-hmm. you're talking about black culture or District 6 culture? Or, uh, or is it one a, of the a, same? A, a little bit of both. I think that when I say keep culture, there is a real concern about gentrification. I hear that that word come up all the time as you I'm know, out talking to we, people. We did talk about that last time because we with the kind of growth we're experiencing mm-hmm. and people are buying houses unseen now. Correct. We, we keep hearing about that. Correct. You drive up the you drive up the value of the property to where the person can no longer live there. However, mm-hmm. to the credit of our county, tax property taxes here are darn our darn good deal, no matter what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah, I don't, right? I don't disagree with that. But there is concern. If prices of everything goes up, then then, then where do we go? And well, what will our neighborhoods look like? And part of it is, is this is where free will comes in. Because if, if I'm living in District 6 and, and I got an opportunity to cash in, 
I'm gonna cash in, aren't I? Well, it, it, when maybe, I, maybe, I'm, maybe, and, I, maybe my heartstrings aren't as tight as somebody and, and else's, and I want to leave. District six is definitely open for business, but if I could tell the story that I told before, it's just that, like, I gave an example before of I. Uh, can afford an $80,000 house and I moved to District 6 and my $80,000 because I can afford this ho- this home and I'm loving my neighbors and everybody around it and we just have certain uh, traditions and a certain culture and um, as development comes in then the house beside me now sells for $160,000 mm-hmm. then that's a different kind of neighbor that's going to move in that can afford that $160,000 home and then it, me if I'm coming in and I still have $80,000 where do I look I look outside of that community if the homes for sale are $160,000. But we're going to deal with some of that. In, we are. In, in we some are. Of that, some we of those are. people are going to be, uh, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? Mm-hmm. It uh, is. It's very possible that person buying that $160,000 house is of the culture that you want to it is. It is, it is because, possible, but there is still... Because we're seeing all this success, we can, right? And, and you... We can do anything that we want to do, but still that gentrification is on everybody's mind. Just will, I don't know, will the neighborhood look the same in 20 years if um, we don't hold on to our culture? My wife grew up on Peachtree mm-hmm. down the street here. That's been through a couple of, couple of, um, of uh, I guess, transformations. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's been, it's been high crime. It's been, it was low income. It's sort of coming, that whole area is coming back because it's its own, what, Huntsville High, Huntsville Middle, which is kind of helping a little bit. There's mm-hmm. been a community development's done a fair amount of work there. Mm-hmm. We got a new elementary school on that side of the street. So you've got, that's, that's over here where we've got, um, uh, Herford, South gotcha. Herford. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so you've got, you've got that neighborhood coming back. Yes. So, but again, if somebody wants to go in there and pay a lot of money to somebody to sell their house to them, and that is, and, and with that, <laughs> it is what it is, there's a difference right? in, in that in neighborhood revitalization, and yeah. that's what we're seeing in the Terry Heights, um, the beautiful new school, and there um, really is just a, a bringing back community pride is more of what you're speaking of. We're just seeing, um, uh, and, and that's just it. That's what District 6 needs in a lot of its neighborhoods, just that caring, getting out there, cleaning it up, um, spending that money to do some remodeling or landscaping, that type thing. So how much should government get in the way on this whole gentrification thing? Um, I don't think the government should stop anything or get in the way. You asked what the concern was. But you just need, need to be concerned about uh, exactly, it. Exactly, and, and, and be aware right. of it. You know, I get, I cannot tell you, I will say in a span of a week, I get at least 10 investors asking to buy my home. It is amazing, isn't it? And I am not, it's not up for sale. The first time I thought it was a joke, you know? And then you get it in the mail, you get something in the mail, and really what they're asking to pay for, you know, if I was desperate, I would do it, but they're Mm -hmm. not asking the value of my home. But you get these letters in the mail, and it has like the picture of my house on the envelope, and you're just like, what? It's almost like you're being stalked. They got it off Google. Yeah, off the street view, but the first time you see it, you're looking at it, and your home is on the video, I mean, on the envelope. It is very, uncomfortable very uncomfortable but so i am being constantly bombarded when investors looking to buy my home and my home is not for sale and i think that um we, it's, it's on our minds we have to be mindful of that but you gotta build that because you you know you may have a neighbor down the street who says wow this is my ticket out of here exactly and, and, but then they, 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 you know, they sell their they home yeah. for, for what is not you know for, for yeah. pennies on a dollar and then somebody else moves in and that and changes everything exactly so th- there's a little education involved 
involved there, right? Exactly. I mean, we, we, we didn't get here overnight, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get out of this overnight. Mm-hmm. I, I think government's got to be very careful, and we've learned. Fortunately, we look at the laboratories of these really big cities that have done a lot of wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it is if, if you don't create incentive to improve your life, right. you, you know, human nature is you're going to just kind of not improve your life, right? If, you, if you're – and if there's no pride in what you're doing – you kind of get involved in other things sometimes, That's right? That's true. I don't think I necessarily need incentive. I like nice things. I love a beautiful community. I like a nice home. Just me and my desire for the best is enough for me. But 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 you're you. <laughs> there, there are other people that don't. You know, we, right. We've had these but, conversations. We yeah, have kids having kids. We have yes. no fathers in the home. Yes. We have, you know, kids should be prepared when they go to school to right. learn, but they're not. Right, right. Sometimes and there I, are problems and, and in And that school. is where government can come in to help with programs to keep kids busy, to help with programs to um, teach life lessons that possibly they didn't get in a home or that adults, financial literacy, but, things like that. But, I think that is our responsibility but, to do that we, if we want a better. But we don't even teach, like, you know, I, I jokingly said the other day, I said, nobody knows how to balance a checkbook anymore. No. And then I went, well, <laughs> somebody's going to say, well, what's a checkbook, right? Exactly. <laughs> tells you how old I am. But, but being able to budget, right, yes, to yes. be able to spend spend within your means and all of those things right. and understanding mm-hmm. all of that. And, you know, you know, I've said for years, I've said, you know, the drug dealer on the corner, can run, can be a CEO. Could be, yeah. Because what do they know? They know business. math and logistics. Absolutely. Right? So if you know <laughs> they that, know supply chain. you've got a lot more talent than, than yes. you've given yourself credit for. I agree. we just got to redirect all that stuff. I agree. I just don't know how much government gets involved in doing that. And it's, it's always going to be that question. It right? Will. All right. We've got a couple more segments. More with Violet Edwards, who's running for District 6, Madison County Commission. Coming up. without all that screaming because it's all about the gin and juice how fred holland starts his mornings wtki talk ever found anything new accident wise still may be working wedgwood and rutledge had a vehicle hit a bike there that one reported with an injury everything else clear this morning you be careful as you make the rest of your trip in popeye's buffalo ranch tenders a signature side and buttermilk biscuit now only five bucks university in jordan 72 and jeff and north parkway i'm captain nick in the popeye's north parkway skywatch traffic center on wtki talk I'm a mom with two children who love sports. One girl, one boy, and they're all about playing ball. I love sports, too, because it keeps them active and healthy and teaches them great life lessons, like how to be part of a team. But I worry about them getting hurt. Sprained ankles, heat illnesses, even concussions. How do I know that their coaches know how to keep them safe? Here's how. Because Alabama is the first state in the nation to pass a law that requires all youth coaches of kids 14 and under to complete a certified training course in injury recognition and prevention. They call it the Coach Safely Law. I call it the right thing to do. So, Coach, before I drop my kids off at their first practice with you, I have one very important question. Do you coach safely? 
sponsored by the Coach Safely Foundation, the Alabama Recreation and Parks Foundation, the ABA, and this station. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. 800-626-4910. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh-huh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink, hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanlio's on Facebook and receive special offers. Listen to Today's Homeowner with Danny Lipford, Sunday mornings at 11 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. All right, uh, Violet Edwards, we'll give you a little, as we always do, we'll give you a little chance to do some politicking at the end of this. Okay. Uh, list of things you would like, should you prevail and end up on the Madison County Commission after next Tuesday, uh, what, what would be day one, what are some of the things you'd like to see happen? Day one, I would go in uh, loving on the staff. I've been through uh, turnover before, and I understand how morale can be hit when you have new management come in. I would go in just getting to know the people, what makes them tick, what makes them want to come to work, what programs they feel like um, they have in place that work, what doesn't work. That's where I would start with just building a strong team. Then I realize that I have my goals, but um, it would the first 90 days would be me getting um, in position to execute. So we would sit down and we would look at the programs that are in place, whether they're outcomes, whether they're goals, whether they're missions, and does it line up with what our goals and missions want to be. And after we have that in place, then we're going to go and look at that budget and see if the budget lines up with the mission and the goals of the programs that we'd Do, like to see. Have. You know, one of the things I think, and it shouldn't be there, but it is, mm-hmm. 
this argument about equal opportunity versus equal outcome. Mm-hmm. We can't guarantee outcomes. It's just not possible. Well, with the programs that I hope to put in place with District 6, we you do need outcomes. You need measurable outcomes because we're putting dollars behind it. You have measurable so, outcomes, but you can't so, ensure outcomes. You can't, like, but you also have to, we have to go and look. If we have a program, I don't know, I will take a food program. If we have a, hi, cat. I'm sorry, distraction. Okay. <laughs> she came to say hi. She did. Hey, cat. Okay, but if we have a program, and let's say I'm just going to throw something out there, a feeding program, then I don't want to feed somebody for a year and just be like, hey, yay, it was a success because somebody ate. Now, that's a different, that, that that is, measuring that, that kind of outcome That is, is what I'm looking for because that's where our dollars are going, and we need right. to say we fed this many people, and we spent this much money, and this is who was served. But we're still feeding these food. same people. Why, um, why haven't they progressed? And that is why, yeah. and that is why what we need to look at, who we're feeding and, and is feeding them every day is that the solution that we're looking for to is that the mission to its so. credit and a lot of housing authorities are developing this i think huntsville housing authorities in that you got to sign a pledge now you'll be out in so many years mm-hmm. uh if you're going like to one of some of these new like yeah mm-hmm. and it's five years and it's measurable right. and, and right. You've they want to see you working toward a goal of getting out because for so situation. long we just parked people patted them on the head and said hey we'll send you some money we'll come back and government never checks back for some, for some reason, it just oh, never I'm... follows that. So, all right, we'll, go, we'll hit a couple of other things. Right. We'll give you a chance to ask for votes and do all that for next Tuesday. Right. More with Violet Edwards. She's running for District 6, Madison County Commission. She's on the Democrat ballot. It's the only thing in Madison County, I think. about is honesty and integrity. Whoa, let's not go putting labels on people. WTKI Talk. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Novavax says it has received more than $1.5 billion from the federal government to test an experimental coronavirus vaccine and to set up manufacturing. The money is from the Operation Warp Speed program. Novavax is based in Maryland. It hopes to test the vaccine on up to 30,000 people in the fall. It wants to deliver 100 million doses of the vaccine by January. A lot of people are working from home. That's been helping Samsung Electronics, which supplies memory chips used in personal computers and servers, in addition to making phones and other devices. Samsung says its profit likely rose 23% in the spring quarter. It expects the pandemic to result in weaker sales of smartphones and TVs, but it's seeing strong demand for memory chips. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosilda, invested in you. Time's running out to win $7,000 a week for life from Publishers Clearinghouse. Enter now at PCH.com and you could win $7,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss your chance to win because $7,000 a week for life is ready to be awarded on August 31st. Go to PCH.com and enter before it's too late. That's PCH.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at PCH.com. Entries due 826. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. 
to a clean slate now. Haven't picked up anything new accident-wise. Traffic level heavy all across the valley. You be careful as you make the rest to your trip in. Are you looking for ways to lower stress and boost immunity? The 2030 Fast Track program can help with that. Find out how at 2030Huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. In the aftermath of tragic attacks such as the one at Santa Fe High School in Texas, there is often an increase in hoax threats to schools and other public places. Whether false threats are made on social media, verbally or otherwise, criminals could be locked behind prison doors for up to five years. FBI Deputy Director David Bowditch. The Bureau and its law enforcement partners take each threat seriously. We investigate and fully analyze each threat to determine its credibility. In addition to time behind bars and a fine, other consequences of this crime include emotional distress to students, school personnel, and parents. False threats also drain taxpayer money and divert valuable law enforcement resources away from other critical responsibilities. Making false threats is not a joke. Think before you post. Report threats and suspicious behavior to law enforcement and in emergencies, dial 911. With FBI This Week, I'm Molly Halpern of the Bureau. Tender's Chicken is kicking. <laughs> Tender's Chicken is fresh, never frozen, and hand-battered in store. Tender's Chicken and Fries are fried in totally trans-fat-free oil. Try the Big Daddy with six Tender's Fry, Slaw, Garlic Bread, and Tender's Famous Dipping Sauce. Tender's is salad, wings, grilled chicken sandwiches, and more. Tender's Wind Drive, just off University, Holmes Avenue, Five Points, Madison Street, next to the hospital, and on Madison Boulevard, Madison. Or skip the line and order online at Tender'sChicken.com. Live from an old brick building under the interstate, it's the little station that did. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. For rebates and special financing options on a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 852-8825. Remember to do 256. You can also visit them uh, at InsideWeatherGuy.com. InsideWeatherGuy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. All right, we'll get to 88 today. we got that little bit of fog every morning, uh, maybe an issue. And uh, right now we're sitting at... Um, 79. It's already warmed up pretty good. Uh, Violet Edwards is running for Madison County uh, Commission uh, District 6. I, you know, I've become a bit of a heretic on this whole mask thing and, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that, yes, we have cases going up, but the, but the trend for deaths is going down. But hospitalization is, is going up. Hospitalization is going up. It is. And, and look, I'm not saying there aren't young people that aren't going to die from this, mm-hmm. but we have, we've kind of gone off the rails on this. And, and again, this is one of those things that's just sadly become political. Mm-hmm. But I, I also think, look, if a business asks you to wear a mask, you, you, you could cleverly have bought masks and given those out instead of fans, which I think is pretty, and they're violent. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, we're, we're of the same feeling that I think, sadly, I think local officials were hoping the governor would make the call. She didn't, and I think that was probably smart, because every county shouldn't be monolithic in, in dealing with this. Mm-hmm. 
but I think they they went to the masking because I think there are probably calls to do some shutting down, and we can't do that. Can't. As a business person, we, we both can't. agree we can't go back. Yeah, small right? businesses can't. So if take we got to put hit. on a mask, we'll just put on a mask. Small right? businesses, yeah, they can't take that hit, and we know that the small businesses drive our economy. Um, I'm all for mask, though. I believe in the science and put the mask on. And if you I go don't to know, a small business, good and bad. you go to a small business and they want you to put <laughs> and that they mask want you on. to put it on. It's put their business. That mask on. And now, right? of course, we're all going to have to wear it anyway. Yes, so absolutely. So I, um, yeah, and, and you know, when I walk out of the store, I instantly take it off and I walk to my car and I'm fine. But I put it on to go in that store. What can the commission do? And I think, look, I think our current commission has done a great job. We, we, we're a good recruiting partner for mm-hmm. the region. Yeah. Uh, we work together like nobody's business. But the, the, the strip center, down the street kind of in District 6, small business, what the, can the commission do for those kind of businesses? I think um, the entrepreneurs there are calling out for help. I think low interest loans. I think a small business incubator um, to help the uh, entrepreneurs put their vision into motion. So let's just get some training. Um, and I think that that. But you know, there's a lot of that out there, and and it's sometimes doesn't connect. There is a disconnect. It's yeah. not making it quite to the people in District Six. Then, which is weird, it. right? Because um, in the trades, they're dem- they're they're begging. There there are right now. I in, know in all the, these trades, the, man. You, the, there are the jobs. home builders. Yeah, the home builders yeah. have like a 400 person waiting list um, to learn heavy skills. So the demand and the need is out there. Is the connection and somebody um, rooting and cheering and saying, hey, look at District 6. We have human capital. You know, we have three universities. Uh, we have the human capital there. And, and there's no reason that we have empty buildings. But it's heavy lifting, right? It, 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 it take is. You've got to be willing to but get your again, hands dirty and work. And, right? but, but again, uh, it's bringing that resources or letting the people um, know that the resources are there. Uh, bringing it into the community and making it available. All right. You get the last word here. Why Violet Edwards or District 6 on Tuesday? <laughs> well, I think that I have the vision to move the district forward. I think my uh, my background and the diverse history of all the things that I've done in life has prepared me for this job. And I just bring in um, a, a skill set that the district needs. And I, I think it's time. I think that it's my time. VoteViolet.com is where you can go to find more information about me. You're also welcome to go to my Facebook page, and it's just at VoteViolet6, and it will give you all the information on me. But we are uh, demanding leadership that moves us forward, and we want growth and progress, and I'm ready for the challenge. Does mom know that naming you Violet gave you such a great uh, opportunity? <laughs> well, to, I, um, it was grandma's name. So, so it just kind of went along, <laughs> it huh? It did. It's just... <laughs> Perfect branding opportunity right there. Violet everything. Yes. <laughs> hey, it was always great seeing you. Uh, Hope down the road you. we can do another hug. Absolutely. There will be a time. One day that day is going to come. We'll both have our mask on, but that hug is coming. Good luck on Tuesday. Thank you so much. a little talk stimulus 1450 a.m. and 105.3 fm wtki talk the alzheimer's association and the ad council present the story of tom and levi tom is the smartest man i know he's been a professor at two major universities been a teacher for over 40 years one day he told me that he was having 
um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM 